0: Adobe, the podcast about drugs, addiction, and other dumb shit. Oh, do you think it's too loud outside? Uh, I'll close it. My name is Dave. And I'm Chris.
1: And here we are in the Lower East Side of Manhattan, just kicking it old school. I am so excited for this episode because for the first time in a long time, it is just me and Dave. It feels good to be back. OG status. OG. Oh, how was that? Original gangsters. How so? Because we were the first two. You we formed a gang. We started the Dopey Nation. That's true. Yeah. Is the Dopey Nation a gang? What's up, Vato? Is the Dopey Nation a, cubo, a gang? Vato. Tell them the idea. <laughs> what? Tell them the video idea. Oh, yeah, yeah. So if uh, people email us, let's. you know what? They actually, I Googled, like, suggestions to do shit on on podcasts and stuff, and one of them was, like... Create a call to action in your podcast. So if you're listening, let's say I – I don't think this will ever happen, but maybe it will if you guys do it. If we get 10 emails from people asking us to go Facebook Live, Dave and I will Facebook Live the next episode we can. But we're going to be in disguises. We're going to dress up like uh, we'll some see. Chicano gangsters. We're thinking, maybe. Or Hasidic Danes, Jews. Or Hasidic Jews, yeah. But if we get 10 emails – from people asking, or maybe us, you could be
0: a, a gangster and I could be a Jew, or I could be a Jew and you could be a gangster. But
1: you are a Jew and I am a gangster. Okay, so maybe I could be a gangster and you could be a Jew. There we go. Or maybe we could just be clowns. Clowns would be good. <laughs> but the problem is that would cost money, though. Like a bandana and sunglasses and maybe a flannel button oh, at need, the top yeah, would need be to easy. As a yeah. But, uh, um, wait, but the call to action. Let's just it. If we get ten emails, doesn't have to say anything except for. Please do Facebook Live. What do they have to say? I don't know. What do you mean? Like, what's the? What do they say in the email? Just do the Facebook Live. Yeah,
0: we want to watch you on Facebook Live, and we will send those little like buttons
1: and stuff yeah. when you do it. So if you get it's t- gonna be like one. Have you ever <laughs> yeah. seen Facebook Live? Yeah, I had like two people looking. Inside. No, when
0: I watched it, it was like like a huge event, and you watch it, and there's thousands of like thumbs up.
1: Heart, oh, yeah, that's like Periscope. Periscope's
0: Periscope you know, like that. Ours, it's going to be like what? one like middle finger is going <laughs> to float by. Or something. Uh, the, the, the person crying <laughs> is going to float by. Listen, uh, if you're listening and you watch us on Facebook Live, the emoji I want to see is the black Santa Claus.
1: Yeah, but we're only going to be on Facebook. do you space- know about
0: the black Santa Claus emoji? Yeah, you can
1: make anything black.
0: Yeah, but I'm talking about the black Santa Claus. Is emoji. it is it the Santa Claus
1: made black? Yeah, but I <laughs> want to see that emoji across the screen. All right. Um, so yeah, 10 of those, 10 emails and we'll do it next time. Well, We'll do it. How soon. many do you think we we'll get? I think we'll get like 3. Tina, maybe Leah. We'll get Tina, Leah, maybe Matt. Matt fucking. Who regularly emails us? Uh Chris, Chris. Upstate yeah, of course. Chris. Yeah, yeah, CJ.
0: Um Tina, CJ, a few to us. Matt, Chris, Leah, that's five. That um, has
1: emails multiple times. You They're should look because
0: we're going to leave somebody out.
1: Yeah, there's a bunch in there, but we'll get back to that later. Anyway, we'll so dude, we'll, we'll, we'll get look it up because uh, I want to know. Do you you're think we'll me get work,
0: six? Dude. We'll get six, and then we'll do this stupid Facebook Live thing. I don't know, I don't know if really that's the move or not. I think you just want to see the emails. Yeah. All Here, right.
1: I'll, I'll look it up. No, you can All right. So, talk. so what we're going to do tonight, the format of the show is what I've been doing is I just keep my phone on me. Of course, I keep my phone on me. And I put um, notes if I think of something or I tell a story out in little rehab land where I live. Um, and it's something funny that I should say on Dopey. Troy. So, Troy. But anyways, so I've been doing that. For, like, we've had guests every fucking week, so I have, like, all these notes in my phones of, like, different stories to tell. Literally, episodes worth of notes. And they're the real depraved stuff. You know? Oh, Ian? Ian. Yeah, there's a bunch. Trevor, Trevor, Cormac. Um, who Maybe else? Maybe there are ten. Scott. Scott? Who else emails the bunch? Dude, this is stupid. This is, a, this is horrible on the show. Is it that bad? Ashley... Janet Turnit, fuck Janet Turnit. <laughs> I wish Janet Turnit would stop Denise, this Denise. Oh uh, yeah, Denise. Well, this is good. The Ashley dude in, from in Australia, Australia. Dude from Australia. Arizona, Emily. Fucking Tina. <laughs> what are we doing? Why are we doing this? Nobody's interested in reading off all No, of it's weird. These fucking people, they like to hear their name. Why are you saying fucking people? Why is that the modifier? These beautiful people who are our listeners. Listen, our
0: fucked dopey nation <laughs> likes to hear their name on our dumb fucking <laughs> podcast. I hate to tell you.
1: Yeah, and in the level of vanity, where do you think they fall compared to us? I don't know We're all you- like, notice me... <laughs> you're more like notice me than I am how, how do you figure <laughs> we're doing a podcast well, what obviously with, we want to be noticed what does that have to do with me because <laughs> you're just like me but you just and said I was ridiculous. worse you just said I was
0: worse than you I think you're just like me but a little bit worse that's just because I'm much older <laughs> um, but uh no I think I, I just say fucking people because it's uh it's funny Yeah, I don't, I don't have any problem with the doping nation I love the doping nation and all I want. When I go to bed at night, I pray to God. I say, God, please let the Dopey Nation stay strong. Do you really? No. I just say <laughs> What I say every night before I go to bed, and I
1: say, God,
0: please take
1: my will. Well, I genuinely like the demographic of people, and it's not everybody. You know what I mean? Some people have great sobriety, better sobriety than probably either one of us who email us email us. But then there's another contingency of people who... I fucking shrinking. love. I get it. No, but they're struggling, and like it seems like they're trying to stop, and like I get that. You know what I mean? I genuinely feel for that. And as I've been there, you know, for a long time, as a I. yeah. And I also think like
0: that's awesome. You know yeah. that um you can be on the on the fence and laugh about all the dumb shit that we've done. Yeah, and and also like I mean, being in recovery, it affords us all sorts of other
1: dumb shit. And like thinking about how vain we are or how stupid we are. Yeah, oh, I can so. laugh at my vanity. When I was using, I was probably still pretty vain, but I just couldn't laugh at it. It was a serious matter, my ego. Now I look at my ego and I identify it and I fucking laugh at it. Well, it's funny. And and I, I try to get away from it. You know what I mean? I, and I, and it, for the most part I do, except I when I hit record, it comes back a little What's more that? sometimes. My ego. Does it? yeah it's 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 a constant struggle my
0: ego comes back because I want the show to be good and I and you lose it's easy to lose track of stuff when you're doing the show you know what I mean? Because you're wanting to push the show forward. Yeah, exactly. And then you're like, wait a second. Was I cool there? Yeah. And then you're like, wait a second. <laughs> it's like, no. And you keep going. All Why right. are
1: you in your phone? Because uh, I was telling something before I was rudely interrupted. I'm sorry. All right. So I put notes in my phone of stuff I want to say on Dopey. And I'm just going to read you the notes real quick. And then Dave has a few stories. And then I'll probably say a couple of these tonight. But I think the notes in themselves are kind of funny. So pay attention, Dave. Stop okay. looking at the fish. So the first one I have is... Pukin' Can, piss in Basement, which I said that one in the last episode, remember? I do. All right. And then the next one is puke in Shirt. And then the next one is Ted's Friend Vent Puke. The next one is Driving Around House in Anguilla on Coke. The next one is Erico Emails Decoding. The next one is Psych Ward First Days. The next one is The Wrestler. The next one is Doing Push-Ups to Increase BP for PRN meds that was real quick I used to I was at this one detox where to get your meds you had to register like a, a certain like a blood pressure mm-hmm. so I would go in the bathroom and i do tons of push ups and I'd come in and the PRN was like uh, benzo I'd do tons of push ups and then they would PRN pick, per- PRN is a request so a PRN would be a medication that you can get in detox if you ask for it um, except in this particular detox you could only get your PRN if you're Blood pressure was a certain um, – it had to be high mm-hmm. and that would indicate that you were experiencing withdrawals. So what I would do to make sure it was high is I go do a bunch of push-ups in the bathroom and then I go in and they'd be like, oh, you really need your PR. <laughs> your pulse is blaring and your your blood pressure is 160 over 120. Um, and then I said, have you ever seen anyone do this? That's in something for the story. Trust me, something for a story. And garage bag of Coke. Another story. So I got a whole bunch of them. That's like literally like two or three episodes if I did each one of those. Well tell a story. No, I thought you were going first. Tell the story. You, you
0: needed to read your stupid fucking book. No, list I was talking now you've I, read
1: it. No, 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 I want to hear your story. You said you told me earlier today you have a fire story. I'm sick of telling stories. I told you in the last episode.
0: I'll go after you. Um, okay. Um this story it's like it's just pathetic. Okay. It's just a pathetic. Those are my story. favorite stories. Dude, but this story is like it's over the top, okay. Okay. When I was living in Los Angeles, and I was like in in you know I've had a million bottoms or whatever, the Los Angeles period was a lost time. Hmm. You know, I was on like 130 milligrams
1: of. Methadone. That was the worst when you were know, there. I, I would say so. I mean, it's the same. I was my worst was Southern California too. I, I would funny. say
0: so. I mean, I didn't have a kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was There's balls different, to the wall. But it was. It wasn't. It was different. It was like, I was like, I've said this before, I think, on Dopey, but I definitely have said it in my life. I was like a cat. I was like a drug-addicted cat. I lived in this woman's house. She (laughs) gave me food. I hung out (laughs) there. I sat in the sun. I watched TV. Like, I I just ate and sat around, and I did drugs. And like... But it was years went by and nothing happened. You know what I mean? Like I would would like organize the books on the shelf so I thought they looked cool. Like I would do like nothing. I I, um, what would I do there? I I would I would often I would I would be and I was fat. Like I was like forty pounds fatter. I would sit around the house all day looking for change and then. Like when I found fifty cents, I would wander down the hill to buy an ice cream sandwich for fifty cents. Sometimes I'd find a dollar and yeah. I'd buy two, and I'd I'd put them in a bowl and cover them with chocolate syrup and mash it up <laughs> and just eat ice cream sandwiches. Then a couple cool. hours would pass and I'd find some more change and I'd go back down the hill. Like that was a routine. Yeah. But at that point, you know, my the woman, my girlfriend at the time, was like you need to get a job, you know, and she wasn't like, you better work, but I was like, she's right, you know what I mean? Like, I needed to get a job, and I didn't know what to do, Um, and somehow, uh, I don't know how it happened, I'm looking at Craigslist, and it says, like, need funny type extrovert for children's parties. And I was like,
2: I was like, okay.
0: And um, like, they need a clown, basically. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I was like, okay, that could be fun. And I go and I'm high as shit. Yeah. I'm just high on heroin. Yeah. And um, and clonopin or yeah. xanax or whatever. Just fucking high, smashed up. I mean, yeah. the other thing is, uh, I would constantly be smoking weed, and I would be eating. I would eat like 12, 20, 12 2 milligram clonopins a day. So would be. So you're browning the-
1: out constantly. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Just, but I'm like very up naturally, so I can maintain. Were you blacking out or just like hot, like foggy? Very foggy. Yeah. Occasional, not because I would shoot dope too. Okay, you know, and I was on 130 milligrams <laughs> of methadone, and um, so like. I don't remember getting hired, but I sort of remember getting hired for this job. Yeah. And, like, they give you this, like, training package with these balloons and a thing that blows up balloons, a pump, <laughs> and, like, a book on, like, what you're supposed to do. Oh,
1: so this wasn't for, like, one particular family. It was for, like, a company.
0: I joined <laughs> a, a a kids party company. Okay. And I was the performer. Okay. Okay. Right. And... Um, Now, I don't have many memories of this. I have two.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, and you have to dress up as stuff for the party. Yeah. The first party, I was a Power Ranger. And, like, their costumes were, like, fucking (laughs) shitty, shitty (laughs) costumes. And I'm, like, fat and fucking on dope going to these, like, kids parties. The kids are, like, seven years old, eight years old, and I'm just a fucking train wreck. And, like... I don't know how to
1: do many balloon animals. <laughs> I know how to do a dog. Wait, so you're a Power Ranger doing balloon yeah. animals? Well, you're the, one of the Power Rangers ended up in jail or prison. Jail. For what? I, might be an addiction related. I don't want to look it up right now, unless you own me. I don't. Okay. Um,
0: and like, but the funniest part of the story was um, the next party, like the Power Ranger party didn't go well. It didn't go that badly. I think like, I got through it, like being creative. So you
1: blow up the things, and you, you play games with the kids. I don't. Do you don't... have to wear a helmet the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> you
0: never I, take your
1: helmet. Never, off? Are you kidding me? Oh my god, that's horrible. You never take. Actually, your Actually, it's helmet kind up. of good if you're getting high. I know. Dude, I was fucking high as shit. <laughs> you're in disguise, basically. Yeah. yeah. You
0: don't get seen the whole time. Yeah. And like, and you, you're just glad you didn't ruin. Oh my this god, kid's party. I can't
1: believe you were wearing a power. But <laughs> that was nothing.
0: The, then the next yeah. costume. I was supposed to be Big Bird, okay? Uh, you know Big Bird from yes, Sesame Street? I, big Bird was okay. my favorite. They give you two Big Bird boot feet things, <laughs> yeah. and then they give you this bird body. But understand, they don't give you yellow tights. So I'm wearing the the shoes, (laughs) the orange boots, and the yellow thing. And you see out of Big Bird's neck a slit in Big Bird's neck. So the head is sitting on top of your head. But my legs are bare in between (laughs) the fucking boots and the costume. And I'm in the fucking car driving to the party in the Big Bird costume, yeah. just high, yeah. high, yeah. lost. Yeah. I get to the big to the party an hour late or something, yeah. with my hairy legs showing in between the boots and the fucking costume, and I was just a fucking train wreck. I think they asked me to leave, but just the uh, it was so cracked out. It was just <laughs> the most cracked out Big Bird <laughs> costume in the history of costumes.
1: I don't know how, like... God, I wish there was a picture. You didn't have any... Your girlfriend didn't, at the time didn't take a picture? I don't anything. have
0: any pictures from eight years. None. And we were both
1: photographers, too. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. But, and uh, that, that story isn't as funny... No, it's, well, it's funnier for me, because I know you and picturing you. I actually... The Big Bird thing is funny, but I like the Power Rangers <laughs> with the helmet on. you sitting there playing games with kids and stuff. That's just hilarious.
0: I, I could get
1: through it because I like kids and like, well even now like if you did it it'd be like kind of funny but I could see you doing it now or something you I know? could be great at you could be great at it now but it's like just knowing that like you were getting high and doing that makes it better
0: it was ridiculous
1: yeah it was ridiculous that is really funny how much did they pay you no and then so you wait so that was it after Big Bird's done. Because I really don't remember. Like I really, really don't remember. And that was the kind. That's why I put the notes in my phone. Because I don't remember so many years. Something pops in my head, and I'm like, I I don't remember like a lot. I just remember like one little thing, you
0: know. That's the kind of thing, though. That like when it was happening, I knew that this was a moment in my life that I should never forget. Like
1: I knew it was a very,
0: very special moment. But like, it's like,
1: where were you when Kennedy was shot or nine eleven? It's like, this Big Bird is resonating. <laughs> no, but man, you just had to see my
0: legs. It, it was just like... Were they like bare, hairy legs?
1: Yeah, my legs aren't
0: that hairy, but just to imagine you're a junkie. You're dressed as Big Bird and you have human legs. It's like just such a wrong... It was just so wrong on so many levels. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? It was yeah. just so bad. Um and also, when I was in LA, um, that's where the Blue Cheese story happened. You know? You want to do Blue Cheese? Yeah, I might as well.
1: Wait, have we done it? No. Are you sure? Uh huh. Okay.
0: So I was in Detox.
1: Can I tell them about the pilot real quickly that this was something on it? Well, I already did. You might Dave as Dave well. had a, a pilot which didn't get picked up, which we've mentioned on the show before, um, and he pitched to a bunch of different people. But, uh,. This story he was about – he's about to tell was like on the pilot and it was like reenacted by paid actors and stuff. It's pretty funny. It wasn't funny. It wasn't as funny actually on the show as uh, as it is when you first told me.
0: Um, I was in Detox in LA and it was in the – you know, in the 2000s. What do you call that? The aughts?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Well, what do you call this? The, were you in the 10s? How would you call it the 10s? The, the teens I feel now. like it doesn't start until like the 20s. When you're in the 20s, you're like, oh, it's the 20s. No, we're in the teens now. Is that what we call it? The teens? They don't call it anything. Yeah. But they, I think they call it... Because the, there's like the roaring 20s and there was like the 30s and the depression. Well, do you ever read about before the 20s? No. What do they say? Well, the great... Tur- they, they call the turn like of like the century. Great, the great war, right? No. It was but, then. The first World War one? Was when? Was like... Wasn't that like 1915 or something? Yes. <laughs> they call it the turn of the century, but I think they call it the teens. The soldier who died by musket or by pot.
0: Anyway, you
1: don't um, know what I'm talking about. No, it's the uh, on the old gran. How do you say? Grenadier's tombstone. In Bill's story, he talks about the ominous warning that he read on the on the gravestone when he went went over there. He sailed over there, or you to go to the <coughs> well, never mind. I mind I know what you're talking yeah. about But what's So what What about it I don't know I'm just Trying to bamboozle you With big book stuff um, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm ruining it too So it's <laughs> Bamboozling Well the corner. funny
0: thing is By musket or by pot It's like Pot is not Exactly know, it's, That's it's why it's a, it's
1: a thing of ale Oh Yeah I didn't Look who's calling in Oh there we go Let's take it Okay Alright Sorry Dopey Nation if we're all over the place Hey Brad Hey Brad Hi David Hello
2: Chris
1: how are you? I'm good.
2: I get
1: done. How, how do you think the last episode went? I don't
2: know. Does it, does it usually feel chaotic when you're in it?
1: Chris, um, I felt this, so this was the issue: is that in the in the beginning, um, when you were on the phone, Dave kept on wanting to like chime in to you, or if anything happened on the phone, he kept on looking at it, so he was super distracted and it was like normally like he looks the the guest in the eye or me in the eye and he's kind of with you you know what I mean nose to nose but he was just like distracted all over the place and we have another thing to drop or should I drop it yeah drop it you're on you're on an episode right now
2: say
1: that again you're on an episode right now I'm on an episode
2: right now yes yes
0: No, it's just – we're just kicking it old school.
1: Yeah. Oh, good. You know what? This is a good moment actually because this will – you'll like Well, this. explain who Brad is. I don't think we really did that in the last episode. OK.
0: Brad –
1: uh, Who we've referenced before uh, Brad, several times.
0: Brad um, is an old, old friend of mine uh, who I met uh, working uh, in a TV company uh, and Brad is an editor and we made a show back then together and we were friends and we've been friends all the way through uh and and years ago brad said to me uh we should we should do a podcast about drug stories Uh, right brad
2: yeah i did actually i recorded one and uh like just kind of like a pilot like kind of sat down with uh, a computer and just kind of started talking and uh i kind of like threw to like like, segments of other, uh, like, stories and podcasts I would, like, take audio from, and, uh, I just, I just kind of tried it out, it was kind of cool, I sent it to Dave, and then, like, a couple years later, he stole my idea, and, uh, <laughs> told me about it, like, after he was, like, six episodes there, and I was like, oh, cool, cool, Dave, nice, so, then, then he kind of backtracked and, like, tried to bring me in and told me I should be, I should produce, and, uh and uh, nobody knows quite
1: what so, so, so basically, he, 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 he felt bad. and then No, he- <laughs> no, that's not what
0: happened. What happened was, uh, I, Brad is one of my many, or one of my few, life partners. And what I say by that is that anything that I do, Brad is a part of. Whether he knows it or not, whether he wants to be a part of it or not. And with this... I think uh, you know Brad. Brad has exceptional taste, style, ability, and can make anything I do better. Hello, Brad. Yeah, go
1: on. <laughs> Continue.
0: Go on. Now, I so Brad. I, I did not b- backtrack. I think honestly, I'm a fucking idiot, and I probably forgot, or I just figured he would be excited when I said we were doing it. You know, because you know. Yeah.
1: Which didn't really happen.
2: I don't know, but 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 fine. That's what it is. But what was you know? I can't I can't uh, add because you guys are doing something great. I'm very proud of you. Happy for you. I you know I wanted to do it myself, but it it was never going to happen unless we did it together. I was I wasn't going to do it myself. Um, And it's great that you guys are doing it. So.
0: But I still think of it as a we. And I think that this is a good good opportunity for Chris to uh, hear about how fucked up, because Brad, if I have to tense, make an, a, a ninth step to anybody in the world, mm-hmm. Brad is like in top five of my
1: amends. Yeah, but don't do that now. I'm not There's doing a, it now, <laughs> but you always want to hear.
2: No, go ahead,
1: do it <laughs> No, 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 he you know, needs I'm, to do
2: I'm, it. I'm Dave's original enabler. I am like. I'm
0: ground zero. <laughs> so wait, what are you saying? What I'm saying, you always Chris, you always want to like hear about like the worst of me. Yeah. And this is this is like a place to find it.
1: Oh, okay. I could get it from Brad. Well what Brad, are you ever in New York? No. Uh
2: no. I I will never be in New York.
1: Okay. No, I mean I, I haven't
2: been in like
1: ten years, so. Tell uh, me do do you have like one story that comes to mind? about dave's drug addiction and it doesn't have to be funny Uh,
2: no it's just an overall just like just the endless uh i don't i don't actually uh the overall endless like disappointments and uh you know partially you know not really understanding addiction myself being younger you know um and falling for his shit and like going to like you know help him out, like, pick him up somewhere, and it turns out that he's, like, at a courthouse, and then, I'm not taking him home, I'm taking him to get his car out of, you know, lock up somewhere. Did you say a whorehouse? Yeah, no, shit like that. I mean, just, you know, over and over and over. (laughs) I was never in a whorehouse.
0: (laughs) A crack house. I was never in a whorehouse.
2: Whorehouse?
1: What did you say? I don't know. Oh, it must not be. I thought he said that too. I don't think he said that. Uh,
2: um, I don't know. It just you know just stuff sucking. But um, uh, you know, there, there's there's some stories of us going on the road that were fun. Uh, and then there's the, the, Then they were mostly uh, was mostly Dave's. You know, starting to fail and. Leaving everybody high and dry. But Dave was like the star of a show. I think you've talked about this before, but he was the star of he was the host of the show. So he didn't just produce a produce a music show, uh, and it was like he had to show up and you know make sure people were there and doing what they had to do. But he was the host of the show, so without Dave being on point, there was no show.
1: So he Uh, fucked up royally.
2: So he was, I mean, just incredibly. Incredibly, like, <laughs> in, grand, in grand form. And I was there with him for it, you know, the whole
1: time. He was there
0: at uh, South by Southwest. And the, uh, me and Brad shared
1: a room when I went into Oh, yeah, yeah. He told us that's that, he said that story recently. Yeah. Oh, yeah that, yeah,
2: that story,
0: yeah. Um, right. Yeah. That, that was a classic. But,
2: uh, but, uh, but you know, uh, that's all in the past. Onward and upward. And, uh, onward and upward. Yeah, I thought because he's he's still and through all that he's still like most you know most talented and has the most potential of anybody I've ever known. And uh, wow,
1: anybody, Brad, don't say this. This isn't good for the podcast. You nip that in the butt. Even do you think (laughs) you think I have more potential than
0: Myron? Um, more potential than Myron? I don't know.
2: I mean, hyperbole. You don't actually have more potential than anybody I know. You know, but you have a lot of potential. Excellent. I mean Chris has just
0: as much potential as you. Chris probably has more potential. He's going he's going you to graduate just, school. You
1: just broke my phone case.
0: <laughs> I just broke Chris's phone <laughs> case. <laughs> because he's I, checking you, his text or something, and so he I threw, threw it across, across the room. room. Hmm. But I didn't expect it to break. It's supposed to be a really indestructible phone case. It's an Otterbox. So the yeah, Otterbox should right, sponsor let's get back the to podcast.
2: Stories.
0: Yeah, I was just about to tell the uh the blue cheese story, Bradley. Oh. Well
2: go for it. So I was calling to see how, how it went. It, good
0: with it was good. He had a good story. It went he wound up at the end of the story being in the streets and, and with some naked Filipino who busted out a whip and it was a crazy story. It was good though. Awesome. Good. Alright,
1: bye. Bye. See you, Brad. See yeah. you guys. Alright. Let's continue. Blue Cheese Stories. So, Dave is in LA, and uh, what have you said? Have you even said anything? I'm about sorry it? I broke your phone. Is it really broken? Right. I'm very forgiven. You broke the, the, the box, and I think the otter's still alright. What's the box? Like It's like two pieces it's like rubber and, and plastic. I'm sorry. It's alright. I forgive you.
2: Yo, this episode sucks, by the
1: way. Well, we were losing. I think it was great, you know. But you did? Yeah, it was going good. Do you think Brad ruins every episode? Well, I think you were, were getting th- in the thick of the stories, and that was a hiccup in the stories. You know? Well, I
0: didn't tell the I, I was just about to tell the blue story. I mean, you story. can't be asking about Myron. I mean, who the
1: fuck's Myron? Nobody knows who Myron is. Okay,
0: but that's kind of fun. Myron is a big-time <laughs> editor. You know what he does? He edits the show Girls, and oh. he's making movies. Wonderful. You tell a story. We'll get back
1: to the blue Chief story. It's, me- it's better to switch things up, tell, you know, switch crop rotation and such. You want me to tell a story? Yeah. All right. Which one do you want me to tell from the notes? Uh, a garbage bag with Coke. No, nah, that one sucks. We'll tell that one later. Okay, the puke on, on Ted. Puke in shirt? How come you can talk about Ted and I can't mention Myron? Because I set it up, and it's a story about Ted. I'm
0: not talking about this. I'm talking about there's been numerous <laughs> Teddy, blah, 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 Teddy, Teddy. And it's like I mentioned Myron, and you're like, nobody
1: cares. Because you are a runaway train with those names, where it will go for ten minutes and we don't even know what you're talking about. Just tell your goddamn story. <laughs> Dude, you should be upset that you ruined my phone. I
0: was, but you didn't seem to care, <laughs> so I let that go.
1: All right, so I'll do puking shirt, and then I'll do maybe decoding Eric, uh, decoding emails. So the puking shirt's really simple. I used to drive around. Are you paying attention, man? Uh-huh. You're, I, you're not paying attention. I am. Do so you need to play a song on the guitar? Huh? Do you need to play a song on the guitar? No. All right. Um... So, I used to drive around and drink a lot. I'm not proud of it, but, like, that was my thing in high school is... That you know, was where you would drink? I would literally be like, let's... Like, I, I wouldn't even be like, let's, I'd be by myself. And I would go drive around and just get wasted. And I would get a big gulp, and then I would get... I don't know why, I like Bacardi Dry back then, the white rum. Would you be talking to yourself and say, let's no, go in no, the car? No, no, I no, I just would, like... I would, Put the bottles in between, and so stupid. I mean, I was a little white kid, you know, went to private school and I had like the big subwoofers in the back of my car. and I'd put the, the bottle in between the subwoofers and the seat. You say woofers, woofers. Is that what you say? The big subwoofers. Is that what people say? Wolfers. I don't know. So, woofers, woofers. Okay, the big subwoofers. <laughs> they're not woofers, they're just woofers. <laughs> well, they were like wolves, dude. They howled. Um, so was this the first time you have said <laughs> this in your life. So yeah. So anyways, I would um, I would get a big gulp and I'd put a bunch of Bacardi dry in it and I would kill in the course of like six hours, like a fifth. You know, um, I would also smoke crack sometimes. By, by the time my senior year came around, I'd, you know, I'd go into Roxbury and I'd I'd cop crack. But anyways, so I was driving around and my favorite place to drink and drive was the highway <laughs> because I thought you could tell if the cops were coming. Granted, it is more dangerous because if you make a mistake. But, uh, like, if you're not, if you're not stopping and starting all the time, you know what I mean. I felt like there was it was easier to get in trouble if you were on side roads. So I drive around on the highways and I get wasted. And so this one time, I was getting off. In so air. you're
0: saying you would like to drink and drive often every and day. Your, and your every, favorite every place to drink and drive was on the highway. It was on the
1: highway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember drinking so much. Just only one time in particular that. I literally had to close one eye because I was seeing double and my thought was literally I need to drive this off because mom and dad are going to know I'm drunk. That was my thought when I was seeing double vision and driving. I need to drive this off. <laughs> yeah, like I don't it's want to go like, home and get caught. I never got a DUI. I don't know how. I never killed up, someone. The fucked fucking up crazy.
0: But the really fucked up thing is yeah. I feel safe knowing you're in my apartment and you're not on the road right now. But meanwhile, how many people are listening to Dopey right now with a fifth and a big golf <laughs> fucking saying I'm going to drink this off? You know, it's a fucking disaster
1: <laughs> out there. And hopefully not. Hopefully zero. Um, so, dude, I was in an outpatient with a fucking guy in Washington, D.C. who was a city bus driver that used to get wasted. And he said they didn't know. I, like, talked to him on the smoke breaks and he's like, yeah, I used to get hammered. And he'd just drive the bus around Washington, D.C. with fucking 20 to 50 people in the back.
0: Well, I think – I grew up in, in Manhattan, so there wasn't a lot of driving. You know what I mean? Like, it was a lot of – drink and walk. Or yeah. drink and sit. But outside of Manhattan, which is most of the world, you know, people are in their cars. Their cars are their space, and and drunk driving. It's not just after a party; it's a place to go drink. Apparently, I didn't. I never even considered (laughs)
1: that. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, I'm driving around this one time on the highway, and I'm like fucking really drunk, and I must have been. I don't know what I was doing. Maybe I was. I was hitting it straight and chasing it. You know, Uh, always liquor. You know, and uh, just hitting it straight and chasing it. And I was like – I pulled off. as remember it was the, uh, the Newton exit on the Mass Pike um, and uh, I pulled up and I was at – there was a light, right? And I stop at the light and fucking uh, I see a Stady pulling up behind me, right? And there's two lanes, right? And he pulls up to the right of me, right? So if he looks over to his left, he can see me. And I'm going to fucking puke. Like it's coming out and the statey's fucking right there. State trooper to the right. So I'm like I can't roll down the window and puke. I can't like go lunge over and like puke in like the side. You know what I mean? If he sees me puking, it's really bad. So what I did is I just took my shirt. I pulled it up and put it over my nose like this. And I just puked all over my stomach inside my shirt. It disgusting. It's pretty gross, right? It's
2: disgusting.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was bad, dude. Oh,
0: man. It's like, just, but this drinking and driving thing, it's, it's like, very scary. And it's really funny, because I really do feel safer knowing that you're not on the road right now. But then, like, you know, like, I drive home at night sometimes from Long Island, and I wonder, like, who the fuck is out there, and what are they doing, you know? Yeah. My, most of my puking stories, like, was just, like, did you ever see Monty Python and the Meaning of Life? Yeah, I mean, I've
1: seen. I haven't seen that a lot. Well, there's the Holy Grail. I know like the back of my hand. But in Monty Python,
0: The Meaning of Life, it's like a bunch of like short bits, mm. you know. And then there's this scene where like this big fat guy goes to a restaurant, like big, like, huge, yeah. and fat. And he's like, "Get me a bucket. I want to throw up." And he starts throwing <laughs> up. And whenever he throws up, it's like there's a gun. Yeah. Like a vomit, so just projectile oh, so it's vomit, like really fast. Yeah. yeah. So, I, like, when I, most of the time when I would throw up, I would be on dope, and I would be, I would just be like, "Time to throw up," and I would like walk into the bathroom, <laughs> and I wouldn't even crouch over; I would just be like just standing yeah. still, <laughs> and I would look down, and the fucking vomit would just shoot like out, vomit gun. Yeah. <laughs> and then I would be like, "Feel better now." Yeah. And no I would thing. go sit, but sit down. But um, it's interesting. Because I'm not an alcoholic. I, I didn't like drinking. But um, the first time I drank, I worked at this summer camp um, in Massachusetts. Where? And, uh, Where uh I? I don't remember. Uh, I, was, I was 16. I had spent my whole life um, going to summer camp. My parents were teachers. And they would work at a summer camp in New Hampshire. And I had to go. Every summer because they went from when I was three or something. And before I was old enough to be a camper, summer camp was awesome. Okay. Because I was like with my parents and I was cute and like people liked the little kid. And (laughs) I I was like, I'm the coolest little kid in the world. Yeah. And then like, but as I got older and like being from Manhattan and like being a weirdo and a nerd, (laughs) like I didn't fit in. I went to a big nerd school in Manhattan and at summer camp, I was not like the other people. Yeah. So, and every year it got a little bit worse because <laughs> I was a little bit weirder, yeah. a little bit less athletic. You yeah. know, when I was five, I was great at soccer. Yeah. And every year I was a little bit worse. So by the time I was fifteen, you hated it. Oh, you hated I hated it, it. Yeah. so much. And I, and my parents were like, "Well, you can't stay home." And I was like, "Well," and they were like, and they were like. And we're not going to pay for you to go to summer camp. You're going to have to get a job at a summer camp, they told me. And I was like, and the irony is going to really hit you in a second. And I was like, well, what am I going to do? And they were like, you're going to go be a waiter at a summer camp. And and, and it's funny because I'm a waiter now. And I was like, really? And so I had to go. I actually, like, I, I told a couple of my friends, and they went with us. And we had a room. We went with me. It was the four of us in the room. It was me, Danny, who was like this Long Island Jewish kid who should have fit in, yeah. but he didn't. Yeah. Then Robbie, the Filipino guy, who tripped out and became a black woman, and Matthew, who was half Jewish and half Japanese, yeah. and we were in one room of losers. We were like we were very cool and fun, <laughs> but but to these fucking summer camp people, we were losers. Yeah, nobody. Talk to us. They didn't like us. We barely, we barely talked amongst ourselves because we were such outcasts. We all just kind of went out on our own and yeah. were like lonely. <laughs> I was like sixteen, and and, and we'd have to work, um, work all day as a waiter serving these kids, these rich kids, you know. And and I think Robbie and Matthew and Danny all had like the young kids that they served. Yeah. Somehow I had to serve the kids that were like my age. Like yeah. the and like it was and I was so it was worse. <laughs> it was horrible. Yeah. Because I was their servant. Yeah. And I was horrible at it. And like I couldn't do it well. It was really awkward. I'd be like carrying these trays, dropping shit. I wasn't
1: cool. You know what's funny, can well, I interject yeah. real quickly? Is that you're a great waiter now, but the whole thing the reason you're a great waiter is because you're horrible at it that's you like mean? your shtick is like basically that you denigrate your customers <laughs> you treat them like shit and then they give you a big tip yeah but i'm not bad at the waiting part. you're not bad at the waiting part but it's sort of like like if people had you they'd be like That was the worst (laughs) waiter ever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, tell them what happened today. Oh, today. This is fucking great. But I didn't get get to the good part of the story. Do you want to interject or tell the story? Okay, so let me just say something real quick. So, I come in and I'll go meet Dave where he works and I'll usually hang out and like have a sandwich. So I was there for like a couple hours today or maybe like an hour and I saw the tail end of this interaction and he's like, did you see what happened to that family? And I'm like, yeah, I saw this and I thought this is what he was talking about, but it wasn't. There was an earlier part. Okay.
0: Well, Chris gets there. I'm taking care of this uh, like uh, Latino family from like Southern California and like um, it's – Two parents and uh, I guess four kids, okay? And, um, you know, I'm, I'm going over the, you know, what they want to eat and I, and I turn to the kids and I go, I'm like, well, you can get this platter of meat or you can get a couple of sandwiches. How hungry are you guys? And the kids don't say anything. And the woman's like, well, I'm not really sure what we're going to do. And I get really pissed. And I go, well, I just asked your kids are they really hungry? What do they want to eat? And they're just staring dumbly into space.
1: Yeah, but do you say it? But like, it's kind of with like a dry, funny wit. Usually, when you say it,
0: yeah, I have yeah. a half smile. Yeah, yeah. But you, but the thing that makes it funny is you can't really tell.
1: You can't really tell, and especially if nobody's met you before, they're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so, so I said,
0: I said, I just asked this kid, and he's just looking off into space. And the woman looks at me, and she says, "That's because he's autistic." <laughs> <laughs> but and, you saved yourself and I said well what about the other one
1: <laughs> but I felt horrible yeah and then I, I heard the tail end of it as he's taking a picture there, so there was three kids and there was a really young one and I just hear Dave saying Is that a boy or a girl about one of the kids? And I'm like, you can't say that?
0: The kid was like three, and he had long hair. You know, he was a
1: three-year-old boy with long hair. I'm sure his dad doesn't like it when people ask if his son is a boy or a girl. Well, then
0: they should cut his fucking hair, okay? (laughs) He had dungarees on. My daughter had dungarees on all the time, and you could tell she was a girl. But that was the thing. It, they did dress him as a boy, yeah. so I really should have paid. And, and you know what? When I said, "Why is this kid looking dumbly into space?" there is a voice in my head that's saying, "Please don't make him autistic." Please. Oh, phew. it's screaming at me it, as the words are coming out of my house. My, my my house. As the words are coming out of my mouth, I hear in my head. He's autistic, Dave. Why are you saying this? And like, and then like nine times out of ten, the kid's just not paying attention. Yeah. But the tenth time, he's autistic. You know, <laughs> and then I felt so bad, and I made the joke like, "Well, what's wrong with the other kid?" And they were like, and and, and the woman almost got mad, but then she just started. Then then she, th- I don't know, she thought I was cool, and they asked me to get her chili cheese fries, which yeah. I don't do for anybody, and I was like, well. Because I didn't realize your son was autistic, I'm going to get you the chili <laughs>
1: cheese fries. Wait, what um, – how much did they leave you?
0: Ten bucks. On what? Uh, I, I, like, gave them a deal because I felt guilty yeah. about what had happened. <laughs> I'm, like, 76. I could have, like, added the tip on it. I was just yeah. like, this went well. Th- this family with the autistic child had a nice time. Yeah. I didn't destroy their fucking trip. I've had lots of customers weep. Tons of customers have wept. Because of you? Because of me. It's happened like fifteen times. You <laughs> know, and it's like, oh man, I made another one cry. I
1: would go home and hang myself.
0: If you were me? If I made someone cry. Well, what are you gonna do? Yeah. When you make an omelet, you gotta break a few eggs. <laughs> but um so I'm, I'm <laughs> So wor- finish the other yeah. story then. So I'm working at the summer
1: camp and like Okay, we're going back to the original story Dopinesians.
0: If I ever could pinpoint a moment in my life that turned me into an addict. It was this summer because every day, you know, after all the work was done, like for some reason, I think they did buffet for dinner. We never worked dinners. I don't think, I think we just did breakfast and lunch. And like, so after lunch you kind of have the night or the day. Yeah. And, uh, and every day this is, it was just, and I was a very social kid in school. Like when I was home, I had friends, I was cool, I had girlfriends, I did stuff. It wasn't like I was just fucking outcast. But at this summer camp, I was alone. (laughs) And I was with my friends and surrounded by kids my age, but I was alone. Every day, I would walk to this field and I would lie on the hill and I'd have a Walkman and I'd have these Beatles tapes and and I'd have Pink Floyd the Wall. And I would lie on this hill and I would listen to Abbey Road over and over again, by myself, staring at the sky, just like feeling sad. Like it was a teenager thing, but I was also just alone. Yeah. And like, whatever, you know, that was my summer. And then the last night of the summer, uh, the English people who worked in the kitchen, and I was kind of friendly with them, but not enough. I was it was just, I was in an awkward moment in my life. And, and they threw this big party on the last night of the summer. And I remember it very poorly. Yeah, it was late at night, and the and the English quarters were far away from where we stayed. And um, I went over there, and they and they probably got drunk every night. You know what I mean? But I never went there before. I only went there this night. Yeah. And they were like, "It's a party," blah blah blah. And I was like, "Well, I was like, okay, give me um uh what is the drink? Uh, arms, juice and vodka, a screwdriver. Whichever,
1: yeah. Wait, and how like, old are you?"
0: Fifteen, okay, right. sixteen, 15, yeah. whatever. Uh, and they were like, uh, okay, give him a screwdriver. Yeah. I drank 20 screwdrivers. Yeah, <laughs> Okay, I just drank, 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 yeah. drank, you know, just drinking them. Because yeah. I didn't know what else to do. They yeah. tasted like orange juice. I could drink them. Yeah. And I, I passed out. But uh, then I came to and I'm just blacked out. Yeah. And, uh, and my friend Robbie, the Filipino, walks me home. And I start throwing up. Then I take off all my clothes and he takes me into the shower. And I just covered the shower with vomit. I threw up the entire (laughs) night just throwing up, retching and throwing up. And then the next morning we have to take the bus from Massachusetts back to Manhattan. (laughs) And I'm just sitting there listening to Abbey Road on my headphones. (laughs) This is the worst summer I ever had. But I'm hung over and I'm also thinking, I'm kind of cool. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I'm hungover. Um, but like, I didn't drink. You know, I didn't drink, and then and then like I'd drink a wine cooler or something at dances, and and then the addict kicked in for me when I finally smoked weed, and I was like, You found what you were looking yeah,
1: for." Yeah, I found what I was looking. So for. So that was the end of summer camp. Was it the last time? Yeah, yeah, it was the it's last. Kind of time. went out with a bang. It was gross. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was really bad and gross,
0: and it was like my only real like, I mean besides like like. I like throwing up on heroin because I would feel nauseous, and when I would throw up, I'd feel better. Yeah, you, you didn't have that.
1: Um. Yeah. Well, I. Yeah. Well, I felt good on heroin, and then I would sometimes get nauseous. I, it just was like, it wasn't even like throwing up. It was just like whatever. It's like you, you said. You just like da da da. da, da, da. I you love know? that. <laughs> it was like nothing, you know. I would. I would like feel the like worst a, was uh, the, the time I puked. The worst actually was when I would take Suboxone and I was totally clean. That would be bad, puking sessions, right? Like they weren't enjoyable.
0: Or I would be fucking high on heroin and I'd be driving and I'd be like, I feel a little bit nauseous and I'd just stick my head out the window and
1: I'd like, bleh, and open the door and throw up on this side of the road. Dude, I remember shooting coke in fucking Dorchester in Boston and uh, I was in this fucking basement and we'd shoot coke. And there was just a puke can in the corner, and it was the most disgusting thing. And I'd go over it, and it was just like it was one of those like I don't know how many gallon, five gallon buckets, and it would just be half full of puke because so many people had just been in that basement shooting up, you know.
2: It was oh, a nasty. A dude. big bucket. Of <laughs> Old plumber. puke. That's yeah.
1: disgusting. Yeah.
0: It's funny because like before. Um, Chris came up today. I like Chris met me at work and we came home. And Chris had to go get the computer from his car. And I came upstairs and I was like, my house stinks. Yeah. And then I realized I had left like a garbage can full of vomit. In the, no, a garbage <laughs> can full of like like I cooked this week. yeah. And I was like, oh, I forgot to throw the garbage out. And like it was like 80 degrees or something. And I was like, it really stinks. And then I just found myself like. I'm so happy I can just throw it away. Yeah. You know, <laughs> when I used to get yeah. high, like it didn't occur to
1: me that I could take out the garbage. Yeah, you just stay in there until you absolutely had to get rid of it. It's like such a pleasure to be sober and be able to like <laughs> be like
0: Doo, do do and then I like threw out the garbage and I lit some incense and Chris didn't even notice the future aroma. When <laughs> I did came notice
1: in. that the incense when I came in. Yeah, It smelled good, right? Was it nag champa? No, it's cedar. Oh, straight cedar. Yeah. One time
0: recently, um, I had uh, my daughter and her mom here, and um, I don't remember why, but I lit the incense, and uh, we went out um, to lunch. And we're at lunch, and I get a phone call from the building that there's a fire in the house, and and everything is burning. And I'm like, "Oh my god!" And I leave the rest of the incense. It was the incense. It's just such a strong smell that they thought it was a fire. Oh, but it wasn't a fire. And it had already burned out. It was like... Oh. And these are the... My point is, like, in recovery, the problems... You know, you still do dumb
1: shit. Yeah, but they're not... It's not <laughs> that bad. It's <laughs> much better, right? Yeah. All right, you want to do blue cheese right now? Two um you want me to do one? I got a two-minute... Five-minute one. Yeah, do it. All right, so this is one of the ones that's funny. This is literally going to take two minutes. Have you ever... Turn back the clock in your Gmail account? No. Like, we just look through your emails from years ago? Yes. Yeah. So, like, I I don't remember why I was doing this, but, like, maybe it was, like, six months ago. I, like, was going through my emails, and I ran into a bunch of emails from, like, five or six years ago, Mm -hmm. and uh, they were all forwarded to me from my ex-girlfriend's account. Like, my ex-girlfriend had, like like, forwarded me emails, right?
0: But that's an ex-girlfriend from, from five years
1: ago. Yes.
0: So why was she doing it six months ago?
1: No, six months ago, I just was looking through my old, okay. and I found these forwarded emails, and they were all in Japanese, and I remember... You wrote in Japanese? No. So what I had done was I had, for like some reason, like been in her Gmail account, probably on her computer... And there were emails in Japanese, and I forwarded them to myself, to my email account. And I remembered what happened in that period was I was shooting lots of coke, and I was getting really paranoid, and my girlfriend was Japanese. So I started forwarding all the emails from her account. And then Google translating them to see what she was talking about. It was every email, like, dear mom.
2: Chris, is go, I hate it.
1: No, I felt like they were all, like, "Like, dear mom. Like, I had, like, blueberry lemonade today. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, the most lame shit. Is that what you wrote? And I was, like, I know something's going on. It I was, like, so paranoid. And she's just, like, a total sweetheart, like. Totally naive when it comes to drugs. but
0: Dear mom, Chris sold the VCR again.
1: <laughs> oh, man. But that was a little quick one. That's funny. You want to do the uh, – um, oh, here's another funny one. Have you ever seen anyone do this? this is, I have a bunch of little drinking stories in here because like I never – we never talk about those because it's dopey. So I was in high school and I was in the kitchen. We had this really small kitchen and I was in there with my friend and we were fucking hammered, right? Like really, really drunk and we were making pasta, right? We were making pierogies I think. And so I had a big pot of water boiling, like rapid boil, right? And my friend goes – my mom had all these butcher knives, like those big fucking sharp butcher knives and my friend takes one of them out and he goes up to me and he like pretends to be stabbing me in the neck. So like my – I don't know how to set this up without like you know vocally but – My friend had this huge butcher's knife, and he's like, you know, like, like somebody running after somebody, you know, like, and he's going up to my neck, and he's like, "Have you ever seen anyone do this?" And he's like pretending to stab me in the neck, but pulling away at the last second, and like if he didn't pull away, he would have killed me. And so then I grab another butcher's knife and I start going right at his face and then tucking it into my arm at the last second. I'm like, have you ever seen anyone do this? So he's going to my neck with the butcher knife and I'm going to his face like this with my butcher knife. And then my dad walks by and it's like two in the morning or something. And he like like heard us like making a ruckus and like knew we were drunk. And we're both in the kitchen, like having butcher knives, like pretending to stab each other. And he's just like what the fuck are you doing? And, like, he didn't even, like, question. He just, like, turned, didn't say anything, like, walked away, right? So as he's walking away, I have this pot. I don't know why I did it. I have this pot of boiling water. And I turn to my friend. I go, have you ever seen anyone do this? And I take my, el- my arm, my elbow, and dip it in the fucking you pot told of this boiling story. water. before. Did I? Yeah. Oh, and then I woke up the next day and it was all. Didn't really, you? I think I might have. I don't know. Yes. And I then did. And, then and that was it.
0: And then your skin came off. Yeah, my and it skin reveals. was peeling the next day, yeah. and it was like all red exactly where I dipped it. Yeah, Dope Nation. If you've heard that story before, write an email. <laughs> you know, and uh, and should we never let Brad on the show again? Thoughts? I think Brad can be incredibly useful uh, as a producer, an editor, an idea guy. That's what I think. Um, it's funny. Years ago. I was doing that show we were talking about and I would get high for every segment we would do.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, and in the beginning it was weed, but within six months it was heroin yeah. uh on the show. And like it we were we were interviewing the flaming lips and like I couldn't fucking do the interview without the dope. So I'm just waiting for the dealer to come before you know, I'm just yeah. I, like can't, I'm like bugged out. And then yeah, yeah. by the time I'm doing the interview, I'm too high to do a good interview. <laughs> I, I, I interviewed Ween once, and I was so fucking high, and so were they. And the interview was just horrible. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, so you have any uh, any advice for, uh, co- we were working for a college cable company, like this, whatever. I was like, do you have any advice for college kids who want to be musicians? And the guy just looks at me and he goes, let the dream die, man. And I was like, okay. You know, it was just yeah. like, it was like that. Yeah. Um,
1: there was, it was just... That's funny, dude. And
0: then, like, I, I, did you ever tell you the story where I interviewed Bob Weir? Do you know who Bob Weir is? No, who's that? Oh, it doesn't matter then. I'll tell you the story. Fucking Bob well, Weir... tell me who Bob Weir is. Bob Weir was uh, one of the guitar players and singers and songwriters in The Grateful Dead. It's Jerry Garcia. I never got into The Dead. I like fish, but I don't like The Dead for some reason. I have so much to say about that, but Chris's music is. It's great, cool. dude. That's Chris's music for you.
1: Yeah, I like you. Yeah, it's,
0: it's not <laughs> a good thing. But anyway, Bob Weir is a major icon of uh, rock and roll. Yeah. And I don't like him. You know, like, I don't like. I love The Dead, but I don't like Bob Weir. Yeah. Uh, it's too bad. Why? I just think he's a cheese ball. Did you not like him back then? Uh, what do you mean? I'm, I'm fucking 42. So like, I, you know, did I not like him back when? I
1: thought you said you were going you were interviewing. Him yeah, I you. really
0: didn't like him back okay, then. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> I like, and just to be clear for all the deadheads listening, if there are any, I like, um, Sugar Magnolias. I like, uh, playing in the band. I like, uh, I sort of like his good loving, but I don't like a lot of his stuff. I don't like it when he sings lead, and I I don't I don't like his songs. I like the fucking Cassidy. I like Birdsong, but I'm not a I'm a Jerry guy. I'm not a Bobby guy. And I'm going to interview Bobby in uh, Asbury Park, and I'm fucking high, like totally high, like yeah. like three hundred like three bundles high, yeah, like destroyed okay. high. And I'm just, and it was a big shoot. It was like, it was the, it was the zenith of our show. We had like two big cameras and we were paying real, in the beginning it would be like my friends, I would pay them to come shoot. At this point there was like a budget for every shoot and like we'd have real camera guys and stuff and lights (laughs) and stuff. And it's Bob Weir, you know, he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He's a big fucking time guy. And I'm just sitting there high and I'm like kind of fat and I'm high and I'm just like, so Bob what was it like being friends with Jerry Garcia? And he was just like, what? I was like, yeah, Jerry was really good, right? And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, it must have been really cool just to be his friend. And he was like, what? Why is he saying what? Because it's like he's playing a show. He's a big rock star. Jerry had been dead for five (laughs) years or so. And And the focus isn't even anything Yeah. And then I was like, what about Janis Joplin? I was like, <laughs> she was cool.
1: <laughs> it was like,
0: it was such an embarrassing It was an thing. insult
1: to him, probably. Yeah, and I yeah. did it on
0: purpose. I yeah. thought, like, I thought I was super cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, like, yeah, who yeah, the yeah. fuck is By Bob Weir? Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But it was like... It, it backfired did, on you. It was so bad. Do you not have
1: footage of any of this shit?
0: There's footage. Yeah. There's footage out there. There's footage in Connecticut someplace. And I have some footage. Um, But, uh... And then, like, there was another story um, that I can't think of. You know, I lost that job because uh, I had to go to detox. You know, I was I was so, like, I would sit there in that TV office, like, sick, you know, just sick, up to my eyeballs and dope sick. Yeah. You know, lying on a couch, throwing up, sweating. Yeah. And I'd be like, I'd just be on the phone paging my dealer yeah you know and he worked calling he wouldn't answer the phone until finally like he would get there you know and it was like everything is good again you know for like a couple hours and then it was all bad and like i didn't know what to do and i kind of had the choice of was i going to um tell the company that i was a drug addict or tell my parents that i was a drug addict and I decided to tell my parents, and uh, and, right. I, and I checked into detox. It was bad, but it was doubly bad because if I had told the company, by law, they couldn't fire me. Oh yeah, they could have just sent me to rehab. Yeah, if you ask for help, it's like yeah. But I didn't do that. Yeah, you know, and it all went very badly. Hmm. Tell a Bucci story. Nah, you don't want to do it. Nah. Where are we at? Oh, we're, we're an there. You want me to tell the blue cheese story? Yeah. There's another story that I kind of want to tell, but I feel like this episode is so low energy I shouldn't even bother. Maybe you should do the blue
1: cheese. It'll pick up the energy. No, I'd rather tell a story you've never heard. <clears throat> also, so, like... Are you ready to play a song real quick? Huh? You want me to play a song real quick? No. No, I know one song. It'll be real quick. Okay. It's this old Bob Marley tune. Probably one you haven't heard. Dopey Nation, are you ready for this? I don't think I've ever played for Dave. Did you know what I can play?
0: I think I know what you're going to play.
1: What? Redemption
0: song. <laughs> you're turning the worst episode into even the worser
1: episode. Let me finish it.
0: That? it's I like sh- burning <laughs> why didn't you do stuff like that what would you think do you know what song that was it was like some weird minor version of twinkle twinkle Little <laughs> star that's why? the only song I could play you didn't play that song <laughs> you wanna play something I think that was I think Dopey Nation let's talk for a little bit here I feel like I feel like maybe we're letting you down why cause the, the last episode wasn't good
1: either
2: it was alright.
1: So the de- first half an hour wasn't great. We're dealing with two bad episodes. But we're get the East Side Crackhead on here and he's going to fucking tear it up. Bro. By
0: the time we get to the East Side Crackhead, our, our listeners are never going to listen to another show. I got
1: one story that I just won't tell on the show. What's that? I got one. i just going to tell it. What? It's just like the one story I'm not going to tell. What for the East Side Crackhead? No. I'd tell it if, if we got already Lang on the show or if we got to go on his show, I'd tell it. But it's just like, it's one of those ones, it's like, I just don't want that associated with me. Just tell the story. No, I, I really won't. Like, you can push all you want. I really just won't. Is there anything we should tell the Dopey Nation? Um, I don't know. What do you think? Write us a review on iTunes.
0: I don't know. It's funny. Because during the week, I get so excited about the show and about how good it is or how, you know, we get so many good emails lately from people. Here, read an email.
1: Oh yeah, we got emails. Oh, man, they're so long. Get your toe out of my face. Just
0: read an email, yeah. Um, read the one about the person. read um, one of the ones where we help him help a person. Huh? No.
1: Wait, what? The helpful one. Uh, let's read them another time. No, just read <laughs> a fucking email. Uh, which one do you want me to read? No, no, no. <laughs>
2: Fuck
0: it. Here, I'm in a,
1: I'm in a, I'm in a fucking. Uh, oh, let's listen. You know what? Let's read that one that wasn't that good. Which me, one? The one from Arizona. Which one? From Trevor Collin. See, this guy's, he might be kind of struggling. We're This is when we get a little nervous that we're doing the wrong thing. He said, Hi, Chris and Dave. I fucking love the podcast and there's nothing else like it. Fuck you, Chris. Please don't make it about recovery. Your stories do a good enough job at showing the negative sides of drugs. Drugs are fucking beautiful and glorifying them is all right sometimes. I think it is common knowledge that becoming a junkie is frowned upon. I'll never get as far into it as you guys did. Your stories <laughs> I never I didn't think I would either. Your yeah. stories help me stay true to that. Keep doing what you're doing. Love Trevor from Phoenix, Arizona. Whatever, maybe he's not afflicted. I love getting it. We a good emails. Right, I'm going to
0: tell a story. All
1: right, tell a story. Blue cheese? No. no. Come on. No, there's too much buildup. There's too much build up. Do, okay, I'll tell you what. What? Just real quickly, do the Brenda. No, I'm not <laughs> doing <the> Brenda. <laughs> too much
0: buildup. Brenda, can I pee tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm going to tell this story. Okay. I was When I was, I was working at that television place, right? Okay. And I knew I needed help. Mm-hmm. And, um, I didn't know what to do. And I went to this concert, this rock and and roll against racism concert. And at the concert, there are all these hippies that are, like, uh, showcasing this drug called ibogaine Mm. that comes from a root in, uh, the South American jungle. Yeah, the treatment for opiates. And it treats opiate addiction. And it also, like, prevents withdrawal. And I'm like, fuck, uh... I could use this ibogaine. And it's supposed to be like a, a, a psychedelic experience. You like know. an
1: unpleasant, strong psychedelic experience.
0: So um, I start looking into uh, where or how I can get my hands on some ibogaine. And, um, and I don't know where to get some. And I start researching it. And the internet isn't so big back then, but... I find that there's some clinics in Mexico. And I'm like, <laughs> was like, dial-up? Yeah, it was dial-up. Yeah. Um, and uh, there were clinics in Mexico that I didn't want to go to and, uh, or that I couldn't go to. And I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get this shit. And then I find this website out of uh, Denmark that sends every drug in the world. Like, they just ship drugs. Heroin. Mushrooms. You can
1: actually get it from there? Yeah. You can get anything. But do they ship to the U.S.? No. They don't ship to the well, U.S.? Well, that was the yeah, thing. Yeah, they don't ship to the they U.S. They don't ship I the remember U- those back in the day because I used to try to – you could order like marijuana seeds. That was no. like it for the U.S. And morning glory seeds. Yeah. L-S-A. So I'm like
0: – so I call them up and I'm like, hi, I'm a heroin addict. I need to get some ibogaine. What can we do? And they were like – well, why don't you come stay at our facility in Amsterdam? We'll put you up for a week. We'll guide you through the Ibo game trip, and you'll come home clean. How much was it? Yeah, thousands of dollars. Dude. I was like, I don't have the money. I can't do it. And they were like, they were like, all you need to do is get the airfare, and then you can pay us back for the the stay. And I was like, no. I was like, I was like, I have an idea.
1: What the fuck? What type of place is that? Basically, go for free. They're saying. They were
0: very, very nice people. They were like the cops over in Amsterdam. Dude, just let me tell the story. Yeah. Um, and um, they were very nice people. And they, I was like, I should have gone. Yeah. I re- in That's pretty fucking cool. I should have gone. But yeah. I was. I didn't want anyone to know. And I didn't want to disappear. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want anyone to travel high. The whole thing, I just didn't want to do it. And I said, how about this? I said, why don't you ship the game to Canada? And I'll just go pick it up. And they're like, "That's fine," and I was like, "Listen, I don't have any money. Can you just ship it there, and I'll pay it back sometime?" They're like, "Sure." No way! I swear I to Christ. <laughs> <clears throat> so and where
1: are you shipping it in Canada?
0: I said, "I said, hold on," and I start researching Toronto and uh, or Montreal. Montreal, and in it's right on the border with uh, New York. Yeah, And with there, Fredonia yeah. or something. And uh, they're like, there's a FedEx that can hold a package. Yeah. I was like, ship it to the FedEx in Montreal and I'll go pick it up. Yeah. And they're like, okay, pay us whenever you want. I was like, okay. Yeah. I was like, make sure you ship enough that it works. Yeah. They were like, okay. Yeah. So um, one of my best friends, this guy, Justin, who was, de- I was in a band with him, he actually wrote Good So Bad with me. Oh, really? He wrote Good So Bad and he wrote If I'm Not Home, I'm Not Walking Around with me. He wrote both of those songs that are on the two, podcast.
1: Two of like your best songs. They're Great.
0: Yeah, he's great. Um, and um, anyway, so he's like, "Yes, we'll do whatever it takes. We'll go to Montreal and we'll get you the ibogaine." He's like, "But I'm not going to hang out to take it, you know, because you're supposed to. You need somebody with you when you and take uh, it." Yeah, yeah. So I get another one of my friends to agree to do that, and uh, and and I get I buy like a bundle or two bundles of dope, and I get into Justin's car. And we start driving to Canada. And uh, and I'm just sniffing dope in the car on the way up, whatever. And um, I'm down to like three bags left when we get to um, Fredonia, yeah. which is the last New York town before you get to Canada. And I go to the bathroom in the gas station and I take the three bags and I hide them behind the mirror in the (laughs) gas station because I'm scared to cross the border into Canada with the heroin. Yeah. And I'm like, this will be a treat for me when I get back. Yeah. And um, we cross the border into Montreal and um, go to FedEx. I'm like, I'm David so-and-so. Can I get my drugs? They're like, sure. So, uh, they give me this package. Yeah. And I look inside and there it is. And Mm. And the Ibogaine is this brown powder that's in these uh, heat sealed plastic wrap things and i'm like kind of freaked out and i'm you know feeling like pretty out of my element so i tape them to my leg cuz i'm an idiot yeah and uh, and we get back in the car and we start driving and we get to the border crossing and the border guard says to justin are you transporting drugs fruit flowers food and justin's like uh 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 and I'm like, no, yeah. we're not. <laughs> we're not transporting any of that. And yeah. I'm like, you're an idiot. I slap Justin. And they're yeah. like, and the Canadians are like, all right, go ahead. Yeah. And we drive through and we get to Fredonia. And um, I look behind the mirror and my dope is there. Yeah. And I sniff the dope. And I'm like, hi, riding home yeah. from Canada with the with the Ivo game. And I'm feeling so good about myself. And Justin's like, all right, Dave, we'll see you tomorrow. And I'm like, great. And my friend Devin comes over, you know, a lifelong friend. um, And he's like, I'm going to sit with you for this thing. Uh, But he's also, like, writing a novel at the time. So he's, like, on his laptop. And uh, they say, okay, the first thing you do is you boil water and you make tea with the ibogaine. Um, But you have to take a certain amount. And then the first thing that's going to happen is that your pupils are going to dilate so much that any light hurts. Yeah. So you need to shut off all the lights. Yeah. You know, so it's as dark as it can be. Yeah. So I, and then they were like, the second thing is you don't want to be on any raised platform because you might freak out and fall off or something. And I had a loft bed. Yeah. So I take my mattress off the loft bed and I put it on the floor. Yeah. And I had an electric piano and it was right next to the electric piano. And I lay down on the mattress and I put my foot against the electric piano leg, and I start tripping. Yeah. And as the ibogaine starts hitting me, I feel the whole mattress is spinning. You know, I feel like I'm spinning on the mattress, yeah. ascending or descending, but definitely spinning. But since my foot is touching the piano, yeah. I know that I'm not moving. Yeah. So I'm like, whoa, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I know that, I'm, I, but, I, but it really <laughs> felt like spinning. Yeah. And the next thing I know, I'm having a vision. Yeah. It was like half dream, half trip. Yeah. And I'm in the desert and, uh, and I'm near the pyramids yeah. and, I'm, and this is it really, this is what happened. Yeah.
1: You're in like Egypt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And, I, and I'm walking and this alien appears in front of me and he's this blue alien with a triangle on his head and uh... he starts talking to me about something and all I can think is this fucking alien is a loser I don't want to hear what he has to say. <laughs> you know, and it's like this, this enlightened <laughs> this alien is so loose. And, and he's trying to explain to me what I'm supposed to do. And I'm like, this guy's a fucking loser. And I'm like, can you please get this guy away from me? Uh, give me a and, different alien. Yeah. I was like, can you give me the cool alien? But, and then the next thing I know, the light from Devin's laptop. That's fatal
1: cool for you.
0: <laughs> the light from Devin's laptop shines. I'm like, ah. I'm like, Devin
1: shot that computer. I'm just talking to the loser alien.
0: And he's like, he's like oh. He's like, fuck, he's pissed. Because yeah. he's, he's like, I'm like tripping on yeah. the floor and yeah. he's just there. Yeah. You know? Anyway, like,
1: that's the eyeball experience. And then when did you shoot Dope? The next day, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got uh, like ten in the morning. I got up and I was like, I gotta get high. So it didn't work. No, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. But that's crazy, right? That is fucking nuts. It's a great story. I know you took game, but I never heard the whole story. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's crazy. And I bet but you. The best I- part is that you see the alien. And you're like, he's a loser.
0: <laughs> but I bet like I took the wrong dose. And if you took a little bit more, the alien's cool. One <laughs> little dose has the loser alien. But I bet a higher dose you get the really cool alien. Because I still had more Ibogaine. I was just kind of scared. To do it all? I just didn't know.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, you doing it. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I should have gone to Holland, you know. I've heard some stories um, where it worked and more where it didn't. But I've heard a couple. But every single one I've heard where it was successful. The person, after they took it, followed it up with some course in spiritual action, whether it was like yoga, meditation, 12 steps, something.
0: I was not ready for any sort of spiritual action.
1: Yeah. You know, and in
0: fact, the alien wasn't cool enough for me.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like,
0: like that's, that you know, contempt that prior shows. to you, Yeah, that's
1: what I mean. You were <laughs> if you were ready. The alien would have been cool. Totally. Exactly. <laughs> Isn't that funny? That's a, that's a good end though. We'll do blue cheese another time. I liked it. All right. Uh, reviews what else are we supposed to say stay strong doping stay strong Dopination. oh and then we'll see if we got the emails from the last episode about the that was uh, this episode you yeah, that, was a, that was the last that was this one oh it was this one yeah the Facebook live yeah tell them again uh, Facebook live if we get 10 emails it was this episode are you sure yeah if we get 10 god I'm fucking shot yeah if we get 10 emails asking us to do Facebook live we will do it in disguise in disguise. That's our call to action. Holy
0: shit! Look, we got a from the internet.
1: No, we got a we got an email, right now. Yeah, from Facebook. Oh, we're on Facebook. Oh yeah, that's our new thing. Is we're on Facebook. Oh, and we didn't read Matt's. We got an email from Matt today. Shout out to Matt. Thank you for the email. In today. Australia, Matt from Australia. Um, we
0: received eight new messages. No, we didn't. That's
1: what it says. Oh no, it's probably from
0: that chick, Ruth Ann. No, I don't know who that is. Do you know Ruth Ann? Ruth Ann Ruth. Okay, here we go. You ready? Wait,
1: hold on. Read them first. Is it, this is, is new.
0: I'm just gonna read it. Hey, dudes! I absolutely love the podcast. It just this, came
1: in while we were recording the podcast. Oh, it came five minutes ago. All
0: right. Uh, please keep the longer episodes and don't change a thing. I'm badly in need of more of you both. I listened to your entire catalog in two days. Oh, you wrote the fucking review. I
1: through in.
0: I that gave was like you, the
1: best review we've got. We should read that yeah. after.
0: I gave you a five-star review and a super great written review on iTunes. It was really good. If you had a patron, I would support you financially too. What does that mean? That you would pay us. Oh. Thank you, Ruthanne. Oh. That's okay. Um, the reason I'm writing is because Dave was wanting to know what to post on social media. It would be cool if you post the names of the movies and TV shows you talk about on the Which podcast. Which is what you
1: told me to do before yeah. this episode yeah, I and I didn't
0: do. Yeah. So
1: Maybe just lady. a
0: post after each episode or a document or file that can be added to either by just you or added to by both you and your members <laughs> making the list interactive. That's a great idea. Uh, either way works for me. Tell Dave to chill and not have a meltdown over my surprise <laughs> Diction and punctuation. No one will want to write in if he continues to be a spelling and punctuation judgy asshat. True. It's not us or them or the shoes that they wear by God who am I to judge. Best regards, Ruth Ann.
1: I'm writing back right now. Ruth Ann, we just got this while recording and read it on the show. Still recording. Why are you ruining the show, man? What are you
0: doing? Ruth yeah. Ann, where are you? Who are you? What's your deal? How'd you find out about the
1: show? Thank you for the review. See that was the best review we've gotten. Read the good. review.
0: Ruth Ann's review is
1: r- was really good. Now we know. We were like, who was that? Because half of the reviews, I know who they were. Um, Ruth Ann said, "Hold on, what the fuck did she say?" Um, she said, "Funny and poignant." from Miss Ginger 58. These gentlemen are the real deal. They tell like it is and make no apologies. They own who they are for good, bad or ugly and they do so with the unusual combination of grace and humor. Too many addiction and recovery stories focus on how bad the presenter was and how 1, 2 and 3 redeem them. Others also beg and plead for anyone with a problem to seek help and go on about the doom and gloom you will endlessly suffer unless you go to the light and do it now. But these guys allow you to get there by your own path. I can't listen to another super serious recovery and addiction story. These guys are smart, funny, witty, and honest. Dave is hilarious, and Chris is so open and honest that you feel like you're on the couch right there with your own dopey friends. Chris is a brilliant storyteller. I will never tire of listening to his stories. Please don't change a thing. Dave, you are brilliant, and you need to do stand-up, but you also need to give Chris a break sometimes. You two have great chemistry and feed off of each other great. Please keep the longer episodes, and Chris – Needs to and Chris needs to get a vape sponsor for the show. I tried.
0: <laughs> yeah, Ruthan, well, maybe you, you can find us a great. I think she's right with this with the with the social media, and I think that was a beautiful email or message and a great review. And I do not judge anybody's horrible punctuation or spelling or not really. I just think it's funny to like get upset about stuff. It's the same reason I interrupt Chris. It's like if I didn't interrupt Chris. It would be boring. You don't want to hear what he has to say. All right, shut up. What?
1: What, are you hurt? I mean, you hurt my feelings. When? You cut me deep right there. You have feelings? Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, and I think that's it. I think I'm done. What do you mean you're done? I don't know, man. That was great. You it know was, what I mean? Oh, yeah, it was fucking great. It was fire. Ugh. It was straight fire. What
0: happens to you? that so light
1: just goes off, doesn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, it does. I genuinely have ADHD. Not even like one of those fucking... Why did diagnosis. she write, is
0: Dave okay? She writes, no way, that's too funny. Is Dave okay? I don't
1: know respond to what it. What did you write to her? I just wrote... We just read it on the show. I don't know. Yeah. This is like Facebook Live right now. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you. I'm going to uh, depart with my usual toodles. Toodles. Dave, say goodbye. Oh, please write us a review on iTunes. Did I already say that? We'll keep saying it. But if we get a lot of reviews, we might rank. And then we'll get more listens. And people will notice us. And we want to be noticed. Notice us. Notice me.
0: <laughs> Why wouldn't I be okay, Ruth Ann? What's wrong with you? <laughs> uh, That's what I'm writing. Your shit rules. Yeah, and then say Dave. Um alright you guys. Good night. Dopey Nation, stay strong, keep writing emails, use bad grammar, whatever, you know. I, I don't know. I don't fucking care.
1: Yeah. Have a
0: great night and uh if you know, peace out. Brenda. Later. Hey Brenda. I'm not you want I me mean, Yeah. It's please. not gonna be just funny. Say it, just say it, say Why? Come on. It won't be funny. Okay. You then you're gonna say it's not funny and I have to deal with that. Just say it though. Good night.
2: Hey Let's Brenda.
0: <laughs> hey brenda do i have to do a piss test today what is it hey How brenda do...
1: can i pee tomorrow <laughs> is that what it is, that? <laughs> yeah. all right toodles hey brenda <laughs> say <it>. good night <laughs> oh man i want to take a walk around the
0: world i wonder would it do me any good Watch aeroplanes just pass me by And I wanna see a Lear jetliner take a dive Just to show all of these people what it means to be alive But I wanna be good so bad Wanna be so good, so bad, so bad. I
2: wanna be good so bad. Bad desires all I ever had.